So, Rock Nation, Buju Banton, <laughs> is releasing a song on Friday, and um, I, I saw the the promo on, um, I think Lenny S's Instagram stories, and it just blew me away. I was like into it <laughs> from the visuals of it, the the music of it. I mean, it's Buju, he's back. I was so excited for it. I I went immediately to his profile and I saw it and I posted it. And then this morning, you know, I felt some type of way about it. Again, when it's all about self-reflection, right? Um, because, and I always feel this way when I like something that much and it's not African. <laughs> I always feel like, oh, I don't go so hard for <laughs> for for African stuff. But it doesn't blow me away in that sense. It's, it's not the same experience. And, 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 and this morning I woke up and I found an email from somebody that I know personally. And I know this person really does care. And he's been about this. I don't want to mention who he is. Maybe later. But um, he's been about his movement for a long time and he's done a song and it's not bad. <laughs> it didn't blow me away the way Buju's song blew me away. <laughs> but it's not bad. But, and I'm thinking, oh, but I don't want to post it until my timeline. And I felt so bad and it got me thinking about, and I shouldn't feel bad. By the way, you know, it, it is what it is. I have to be authentic um, to myself, you know, um, I, and I have to. For me, I'm about being who I am because I really do believe that I am challenging you to be better, to be excellent. It's it's I am just a challenging personality in that sense. It's very, very hard to impress me. <laughs> that sounds... <laughs> egotistical but I I think once I, I, I start to share more about myself and my life because now I'm getting comfortable doing it you will get to see that I'm I'm about excellence I'm about black excellence and, and I believe Africa can like produce some amazing excellence you know I believe it's so possible. I, I don't think we've even scratched the surface of, of what we can do. So I feel like if I'm going to be complacent here and like it here, no, we have to chase for the excellence, the gold, you know? And so we have to dig for the gold. And so, again, it, it took me on a thought process of, 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 of why a lot of the activists, the activism music, of African artists doesn't move me. And I think it's because it's performance activism. I was so happy when I came across that term during this entire period of activism, performance activism. White people are just like amazing. They invent per amazing things. They also invented performance activism. So, um, <laughs> so um, a lot of African artists for me, it reads as performance activism. 
a lot of African personalities with money, to me, it reads as performance activism. And I think it's because I've been around these people and I know that when it actually comes down to it, they'll take the money. They'll sell us out. They care about the money. The thing is, and I don't blame them because poverty is not far from anyone in Africa. Poverty is just around the corner for anybody, any given person in Africa. Even these politicians, as much as they steal money, they are so short-sighted. Their children, that money can't take them far. It's not generational wealth. Maybe it'll last two generations, but they end up just being most of them. They, their kids just end up because they're spoiled stupid on top of it. Nobody's teaching them anything that matters, no values. So they just end up, yeah, the money doesn't last. Um, so when it comes down to it, everybody is not far from poverty. So they'll take the money. They'll take the money. I, I mean, when I was in Ghana last year, and, and, and that's the thing. I don't know why we think it's going to be easy. I don't know why we, we think that <clears throat> it's not going to be a fight. It has to be a fight. We don't have fight in us. And, and I saw this in Ghana because in Ghana, for example, so many beautiful old buildings <laughs> that are just sitting, you know, just sitting and I, every time I would pass by one, for me, because that's how I think, my mind just goes into all the possibilities of what this place could be. And it's sitting there because family drama. <laughs> These are old families with money. They do have some money. They do own some businesses. <clears throat> old money. It, it's not a lot of money, but it's money that if they just shifted it, it could actually have some impact. But a lot of young people just fall into the trap of whatever it is that their parents are doing, whatever the other generation is about. Seriously, somebody's going to make that noise right now. I guess it's going to be background music. And we just think it's going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be tough, tough, tough decisions to change our minds i'm always thinking about how how people really don't understand what it means to be conscious being conscious is a lot of hard work because true to the meaning of the word conscious it is to be aware of one's surrounding and how one responds to their surrounding because how you respond is what builds your reality. You are aware of your surroundings. You are aware of what is going on around you. And you are aware of how you are responding to this. You are aware and you are in control of how you are responding to this. Until you become aware, you are not going to notice how unconscious you live. As you start the process of, of, of consciousness, you will realize how unconscious you actually are in life. Even just breathing. Meditation is based on breathing because you're not breathing. You are taking short breaths at every point in your day because you are living in panic. Like we're all living in this panic. We don't breathe. When you start to breathe, 
And that's why meditation is built on breath. When you start to take in that oxygen and take, breathe out, you start to feel just how much oxygen is just the best drug on the planet when you meditate. It's like a free drug that's in the air. Because you literally, your brain just opens up. If you allow it, You, the process of breathing is, is more than just take the oxygen as it goes through your bloodstream, as it opens your pores and your, that's how your energy centers also open and you connect. It's, 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 it's beautiful. <laughs> but again, going back to being conscious and, and how you respond, it's a lot of work because when I started to meditate is when I realized how when I go out into the world, my response is automatic. It's triggered. People would trigger me to respond a certain way. Things that are happening would trigger me to respond a certain way. That's why we are sheep. We are, we are all sheep. Let's just be honest. I do fall into the sheep mentality as well. When Black Lives Matter, I, we're sheep. <laughs> we go where they tell us to go. We are responding. We are triggered. Triggered. They know where to press those buttons because we're not conscious. I only started to realize that when I was able to remove myself through meditation. And I quickly realized when I started meditating that I want to feel like this all the time. I don't want to have to go and hide in my room and feel this way. I want to feel like this in my every day, every moment in life because I'm not trying to be a monk. I'm trying to live on this planet and actually be a part of a system, a value system and society that advances humanity. I want to be here. I'm alive because I want to be here. I want to live this experience. I'm not trying to go and hide somewhere, but I want to live it open with, with all my energy centers. That feeling that I get, that high on oxygen when you're meditating and you're aware of everything, I want to be aware all the time. It's a lot of work because it's automatic. It, it, it was so crazy when I, would, when I would walk out into a space of people, especially in the entertainment industry. You walk into a space of people and your response just becomes automatic. And it's like, why am I responding this way? <laughs> I was at peace two seconds ago. <laughs> but when you're aware and you're in control of your response, then you, you, you are creating your reality, right? So now going back to performance activism, the corruption has become automatic. It's automatic. You, you immediately go into survival mode. It's like, what am I, like, what am I really going to do? What power do I really, really have? Come on. Look at, look at the, the, the it's a shithole. <laughs> Push comes to shove, these motherfuckers will kill me. <laughs> it's, 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 I think it's automatic. And that's why, and again, for me, I, I want to move on to my next point quickly. For me, it's also about the fact that we have to move past this now, this messaging of harping on the problem we've been harping on the problem trying to educate white people about racism for too long and it's a waste of time we need to be talking to each other about building not about telling people that they're racist we have to move past that messaging 
I am just so tired of it. And that's why I have been reluctant to even take part in it. To be trying to be asking for validation for my black. I'm like, I'm still asking because we've done this before, people. Oh, I'm so tired of it. I'm ready to talk build. What are we building? We've been given an opportunity in this pandemic to change how we do things. What are we gonna do? Who are we gonna be tomorrow? I think that's what the messaging should be, you know. Yes, Rock Nation, Buju, that's great. But for me, I think that is also in a way automatic for me. But I, I don't mind it because it's dope. <laughs> like you can't deny the dopeness of the thing, <laughs> you know. But also, again, I'm, I'm probably going to talk about this a lot. I, I, I do admire, I do believe that. Rock Nation has placed itself in a position that can really do a lot for black people, not just in the U.S., but everywhere in the world. Rock Nation is one of the most influential brands in the world. You know, so f for me, I feel like they've put themselves in a position that can really do a lot of good. And I want to support that. I want to support anything that I know is in a position to do a to do good for for all black people because that's 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 the position I want to be in. I want to do things that are going to do good for all black people. And I know everybody who knows me can attest I've been saying this forever. It's going to be Africa and Africa America coming together. That's going to do this. It's going to be Africa and European Africans coming together. Everybody needs to be a part of this. We need to come together. And that's the messaging that I'm looking for right now. I'm like, we can't bring our children into this reality. We have to be brave and say, okay, let's turn away. Turning away is hard. We have to turn away. I, I, and, and that's why I'm very, religion is a thing for me. Because I know that that is where a lot of their key messaging comes from when it comes to, to maintaining supremacy. It's in that construct of religion. And that's why I, I meditate on it. I'm reading about it. And the more I research, the more I find out, the more it doesn't convince me, the more I'm just convinced that we need to do away with it. Because if you look at the way it came to be, and I will do a separate podcast about it on how it came to be, you understand that it's never been here for us. It's, it was never brought here to help us. And the only fact I think that should make any person pause is that our oppression came with religion. religion when religion came, our oppression came. They came at the same time. It was one of the first tools. And there's a lot there's a lot that went into it. Patriarchy is a very big part of it. Because Africa was not a was not patriarchal. Our ancient civilizations were not patriarchal. So patriarchy was a very big 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 tool as well in the whole thing. So it, it, it was a lot. And, and for me, I went back, all the way back. I didn't just go back to writing the Bible, to Jesus. Yes, Jesus was real. 
that nigga was real. <laughs> you know, the fact that your Bible, you, your, 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 your religion is trying to tell you that he was something he's not should, should also be the first thing to tell you, okay, why? You, you, you can still believe Jesus existed outside of religion. You can still Pray to him as an, an ancestor. We, we pray to our ancestors. He is our ancestor. We must pray to him, yes. <laughs> but not in the constructs of religion which comes with other things that they have put in you that trigger you. You don't even realize that's the thing. You don't realize. I'm telling you guys, you don't realize the things that are triggering you. We are, we've been unconscious and we have to, we have to acknowledge it. If you are sitting there and you're not living your best life right now and you're a black person in Africa, you need to understand that it means you are unconscious. I am not yet conscious. I, I don't believe that I am. I believe I am getting there because it's, 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 an, it's a moment-to-moment -moment thing. And even to get to that place where you start to take it moment by moment of awareness by moment, it's the only way you can do it. Do you know how hard that is to be in the moment present all the time <laughs> so i hope that will also speak to my demand for authenticity and excellence from black people because i am i am, I am striving to be conscious in moment to moment and in that moment i i am looking for black i want i want the best I want to see the best of us. I believe it's, it's my purpose. It's my purpose to be like, yo, we are greater than this. And I'm uh, like, let's go. And that's the conversation I want to have. I want to build. I want, to, I want us to move forward. I think let's stop asking for people to care about us. And Africa has to be next. You know why Africa has to be next? Because we have a young population. So we have to be the ones to move the conversation to next. Our brothers and sisters in America are handling this. So I think Africa now has to handle the next, the next generation. Because we 70% is our children, guys. Millennials. If you're a millennial and you have kids, it's your kids that I'm talking about. I'm talking to millennials. I'm a millennial. I'm the first, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the first of the millennials. You know what I'm saying? I'm an eighties baby. <laughs> so, so I'm like, we are the leaders of the new school. We are the leaders of the new school and we have to turn around for our kids. We have to literally turn around and look the other way. So, I'm not going to post the song, <laughs> but I'm going to post this episode of the podcast. 